Good evening, everybody. Good evening. We'll get started this evening. Uh, requesting prayer for uh, my sister-in-law, Jama Errol. Uh, she needs touching her body. And they thought she had a heart attack this morning, but it wasn't that something else. So requesting prayer for her. Amen. And all the folks out to the White River. Uh, we work out there. And of course, uh, Brother Chuck, Sister Linda, and the Saints in uh, Canada. They sure want to come down and spend a few days with us down here. Yes. That would be nice if that can happen, but praise God. The Lord has to open the borders. Amen. And even lift the protocol because he said, they're still saying we have to, if we go down there, we have to be in quarantine for 14 days. <laughs> Get back up to North Dakota, I mean, Canada will be in quarantine another 14 days. He said, that's just, I could, I could just see Brother Chuck shaking his head. <laughs> I, I think this pandemic has, people have taken it too far, right? And, uh, one, one, and the reason why I say that is because I know and I understand, you know, in the scripture, we have that promise. If we do what we can to keep ourselves close to him, he will take care of us. But it's something when, uh, when man can get in and try to control your life and everything that's been created, you know, as far as the fear that has just been, you know, overrun everybody, overwhelmed everybody, and how everybody just seems to give in to that fear more than anything. Praise God. It's a test to our faith. A test to our fellowship with Him. You know, we're going to put our hands in our lives in his hands and trust him that he's going to keep us so if you would all stand I'd like to have all the musicians and singers come on up and I want to ask Brother Aaron if you would meet us in prayer tonight Amen Praise the Lord everybody Praise the Lord Amen Glad to be in the house of God and welcome you all Amen Brother Harold's talking about uh, yeah, how, how many appreciate God that we're in a, a spiritual kingdom. Amen. We're not part of this world anymore. That's right. Amen. Our king is a, amen, a, a heavenly king. Amen. He's our sovereign. Amen. And as such, when we come together like this, we need to approach him humbly and meekly. Amen. With thanksgiving. With reverence. Amen. And stand all him. That's right. Amen. Because we know what God is capable of doing in our lives. He's redeemed us. And he's going to keep on, amen, uh, working in our lives as long as we allow him to. So tonight, let's allow him to. Amen. Let's give him liberty in our hearts. In this place right now. Amen. In Jesus' name, let's all pray. Thank you, mighty God. Even another opportunity, Father, to come to be in thy presence, Almighty God, our Sovereign, even our Heavenly Father, our King, the King of all kings, Lord of all lords. 
even have your way here tonight, Father. Let us humble ourselves under that mighty hand to reverence to believe you, Father, even to our pray and worship that we directed to you, the one only true God, who's worthy of all praise. Amen, Lord God, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen for the truth, O God, that has made us free. Thank you, Lord, have your way, bless your people. Amen, let your Holy Ghost move and quicken, strengthen. Oh, Almighty God, pour your spirit out. Oh, Lord God, thank you for your word, oh God. For your presence, Heavenly Father, for your anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen, Lord Jesus, let your word strengthen us, encourage us, oh God. Amen, Jesus, sanctified by your church. Let us leave them here different, oh God. Let us leave them here saved and redeemed, healed and delivered, oh God. Oh, more faith, oh God, more determination. Amen, in Jesus' name, we thank you, mighty God. Anoint the man of God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for us gathered together. Oh, mighty God, have your way. Let your beloved be. Oh God, remember, oh God, and those in need of your touch, oh God, down my arrow, oh Father, amen, in your church worldwide, your church in Poitia Prairie, Father, amen, your church in Whitewater, Father, bless your people, oh God, we're careful to give you all the praise and glory, in Jesus' name, the church said, amen.
director where I came from. The Lord made me a lot of things. He made me a worship leader, a mother, a wife, but technical stuff. He did not give me that gift. We're going to worship God anyhow. Amen. Amen. So thankful for what I'm feeling in this place right now. Hallelujah.
this beautiful night, Lord, in this fellowship and gathering under your name, Lord. Lord, we ask that you bless this offering we're about to receive, Lord. Bless those that give and those that can't, Lord. Lord, hallelujah, Lord, bless us. Continue to bless our hands, oh God, Lord, in the labor, Lord, in the finances, Lord, going into your house, oh God. You know the need, Lord. Have your way, Lord. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor, Jesus. Amen. Behind. 
saying Jesus on the main line. I was thinking about it. I said, I don't know if a lot of you here even know what that even means. That's back when we had phones that were connected by wires. I couldn't help but think. I remember back in the 70s, I want to say it was uh, Menachem Bacon. He was getting interviewed by a reporter. And the reporter was mocking him because this, this was Israel and the whole thing. And, uh, and so there's a, they used to have a red phone on the desk. I remember president, the president used to have a red phone on his desk. Yeah. And that phone was in case of an emergency. It went directly to whoever you know, it had to go to. And so um, the reporter said, the reporter said, uh, I see you got a red phone on your desk. He says, does that go to God? And he says, yeah, it's a direct line. I'll never forget that. Oh, man, I think of that. Oh, that song, Jesus on the Main Line. Well, the awesome thing is, is we have a direct line. It's called the Holy Ghost. Wow, I just, man, I, every time I sing that song, I just think about that. I go, yeah, we have a, a direct line. Wow, man, that's awesome. You know what? Uh, uh, Friday night, you know, all you young people, I was kind of hard on you Friday night. But, you know, I got thinking about it, and I said, if I wasn't hard on you, then that means I wouldn't care. Right. You know? <laughs> and true. so, you know, I, I thought about that afterwards. I go, man, was I too hard on them and everything? And I got thinking about it, and I said, well, no. When I did, every time I chewed my kids out, it's because I love them. Right. And it was like, and so, uh, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this next Friday night. I'm looking forward to a big change. Don't forget what I said, okay? Don't forget what I said. But, um, man, the Lord's been good. I got to give the Lord glory for one more thing before I let any, any, all the rest of you testify. Um, I, I bend glass, and I had a, I come across these situations where it's like there's no way in the world I'm going to be able to fix this. And um, I had. None of you are going to know what I'm talking about, but believe me, i got to give God the glory because I give him all the credit for it because it wasn't me. But anyway, I had this piece of glass, and it was made out of coral pink glass, which isn't made anymore, and, and it's the first time I've ever come across this color. And it's like, how in the world am I going to fix this? There's a piece missing. So how can I fix this? And so every day I ask the Lord for knowledge and wisdom. And, uh, you know, that applies to every single thing in your life, not just spiritual things, but physical things, your job, your house, everything. It applies to all that. So the Lord showed me there was a, this one part of the tube that's what's called blocked out. You don't see it. They don't want it seen. And there was just enough glass in that little piece to make it so it fit in there. And I got it all fixed. I said, man, praise the Lord. Man, I was having my own praise party right out there in the shop all by myself Amen. because I cannot get over that I would that I was able to fix it Amen. it was like wow so that's a miracle and that never gets old you know you have not because you ask not you get into a situation call on the Lord it doesn't matter what the situation is he wants to help you out so he wants the glory. He wants Amen. to say, look what I can do. Yeah. That's what he wants. Amen. So, who's got a word of testimony? Praise the Lord. I'm first. All right. I'm going to thank him for his strength. 
every dispute that happens, our prayer lines have changed for the devil since. <clears throat> all kinds of ways. He was away from what he was expecting. Just the other night, I had an ugly dream, and I knew it was him because he, he in my dream, I did something that I, I used to do in the past, and I woke up, and I was like, what? And I woke up that way. Because I always, when I would have a bad dream, it's like, he knows. But we're one flesh, so he's like, are you okay? And I told him, and he was like, oh, that devil's ugly. I was like, yeah, he is. So we both just started binding him, and, and uh, it's just like little tiny things just keep trying to pop up, and you know what? But Amen. We're here. We're going to serve God. We're going to keep going. And I just want to thank him for the strength he gave my voice because I did not think I was going to get through great hearty glory, but I did. <laughs> and that's all because of him. Amen. And I'm just thankful to be here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Every little, I don't know if you guys noticed, we got a stand back here for our songbook. Amen. You know, little by little, yep. but it's yeah. happening. Amen. I just want to thank God for that because it's all Amen. because of him. Amen. That's right. Oh. 
that and it went through and it got all spilled yep. the paper on the floor. <laughs> but you're living God also. Give him all the praise, honor, and glory. Yeah. 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 I didn't know if I could read, should be here here tonight, but the Lord really is still, you know, this is like a hospital, you know. He's trusting God, you know, he's here, and, you know, and he's in us, but, you know, I just felt led to just, you know. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to share that to everyone. And I just wow. love the Lord and just thank thankful for all the prayers we've been having here. You know, just strong, strong prayers. I just thank the Lord for it. And I just want to encourage you all in Jesus' name and just tell you all I love you. Amen. Right. Thank you, that you you've got to 
blessing is sometimes right in front of your face. That's right. Yeah. You know, and it, it is so easy for us to say that can't possibly be it. You know, that can't, that's too easy. That's, you know, too quick, too, God has a way. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for the discerning spirit. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to be in this building. Um, I just want to thank the Lord tonight for all that he's doing, for all of the guidance, for the doors that he's opened and for the doors that he's closed. I want to thank him for the mercy and the grace and for putting up with this rebellious child.
connection and the powerful. And I just love that. It just makes me feel more like like oh my arms get only yeah. 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 None of you guys here, just me.
faithful. I just want to encourage you all to seek him. Seek him. It's not for nothing. He says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I never, I, I, if you need a healing tonight, it's here. I'll build the healing virtue in this house tonight. Amen. If you need it, I don't care if it's big or small. It's here. Amen. And anything else that you I'm, I'm thankful for this. I was, my, my, my body was tired, but I'm ready to go now. The Holy Ghost quickened me, and I'm I'm excited. Amen. I'm ready for the outpouring of the Spirit and see what happens tonight. Amen. I love you. I appreciate you. Pray for you every day. Reach out to you. Me to come up there with him, so I went up there with him, and 
He started really getting down yeah, and yeah, just yeah. touched my heart. I was just like, okay, Lord. <laughs> so even though that pain was shooting up and down my leg, I started, I just started dancing and it went away. And I was just thanking the Lord. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because every time that pain tries to come back, I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not, I'm not claiming it. I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm just going to keep continuing. And in my head, I repeat over and over, move, move. Just keep moving. Keep moving because one day it'll be fully gone. And I, I don't know why um, it keeps reoccurring the way it does. All I know is that I serve a mighty God. There's always a reason for something. And I'm holding on to his promises. And like you guys said, ask you have not because you ask not. Well, there's always something going, or I always ask God, and I know he always delivers every time. So I'm just so grateful and thankful to him. And I just can't wait till, till he um, pours out all his blessings. Well, he has been, but the other ones that are coming that are yeah. going to just blow our minds <laughs> even more and it just I just can't wait I'm just so excited because it's just getting more and more and more exciting <laughs> but I just want to say I love every one of you and God bless and um, thank you guys Amen. I was so glad that I was able to get Josiah here Wednesday night. Amen. That was a blessing. Amen. So keep him in your prayers. Amen. Keep going in prayers. Amen. How many of you are ready to hear the word of the Lord tonight? Amen. 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 Good to be in the house of God. I could preach a book act style, but I don't know how long my voice would last. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I am happy to be here. Thankful to what for what the Lord is doing and praise God, his presence in this place. It's just overwhelming. Amen. Hallelujah. Overwhelming. Thank you, Jesus. I thought uh, I thought you guys had another preacher for this evening. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I would have surrendered. To you. 
thought there was a, a surprise. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But that could be a possibility. You never know. It's good when God can use you. And uh, I pray that God can use all of us. We all have something. He's given us something that will definitely make a difference in our lives and what we do. Just, just in living for Him. That's how much the Holy Ghost makes a difference. And a lot of you that are, are not familiar with it, I know there's some of you that are sitting in here, you're saying, what, the, what is the Holy Ghost? And uh, they never heard about it in the book of Acts chapter 19 when Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost? And they never heard about it. And they said, we've never even heard of such a thing. And uh, so he expounded to them the word of God. And after that, they received the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And so, you know, we, we tend to, I, I guess, take for granted take for granted the very thing that could definitely make a difference in our lives. Amen. That's right. Amen. The very thing that can propel us and cause us to go onward. Cause us to go onward. Not backward. Onward. Amen. Forward. And to to overcome. To be overcomers. That's you know, you think about that. Uh, that's a that's an awesome miracle, isn't it? Amen. It's an awesome miracle to be an overcomer. Yes. Amen. Amen. I, I was hearing uh, them telling me a story this afternoon about this young lady who uh, she's uh, she's a uh, born again, been baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost, and she's uh, got some kind of a, a little, um, I guess, channel or or, or something that she does some witnessing and all this kind of stuff and people just seem to come back on her and just you know they're 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 uh you know just i don't know maybe they don't like uh you know how, what god's doing for her but she is a testimony amen she's a testimony and and she shares her testimony with those and they just can't get over her living for god yeah Amen. And, and, and not a part of the things that they are a part of. I mean, that's what the Bible says. You know, they're going to uh, say things about us because we, we don't walk with them and we don't run with them in the things we used to do. We're, we're different. Praise God. But that's what the Lord, that's what the Holy Ghost does for us. And if there's anything that we are facing right now, I believe this with all my heart. If there's anything we're facing right now, anything we're all going through right now, the Holy Ghost will make a difference. Amen. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he, he doesn't just want to help you in your situation and, and get you out of it. Yes. That's right. You know, a lot of us look for that temporary fix. Yeah. I'm not looking for a temporary fix. That's right. I'm looking for something that will take me on into eternity. I want to. I want to go the distance. I want to go the distance. So I'm not in it because of that. You know, I, and and I've seen so many things happen, and so many miracles take place. I mean, things just would blow your mind and, and, and 
God proved to me that he was very much alive and real and able to, to you know, touch people's lives and, and create, you know, all kinds of miracles for them. And, and, and just, I mean, that's just the way the gospel is. When we preach the gospel, we're going to see miracles happen. And we're going to see the presence of God move. We're going to see him bear witness to the word of God. And that's the church. That's who we are. And it's something that we should never really be, uh, you know, that unfamiliar with. Because uh, that's what he called us to be. Yes. Praise God. So I know, I know that's just kind of the situation with, with a lot of people that do not understand or do not know him. Amen. But I'm glad that we all can get the opportunity to know him. Amen. It's no accident, it's no coincidence that everybody is sitting in here. That's right. Hallelujah. Did you realize he has a claim on you? Amen. That's right. Yes, he does. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's got a claim on you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm talking about God. Yes. He has a claim on you. You never knew that before, didn't you? Yes. You never knew that you were claimed a long time ago before this world was even created there was a claim on you and you might say well I don't know the God of the Bible and uh, a lot of people like to refer him to as the white man's God no he's not just the white man's God and he's not just the, the Israelites God yeah. He's everybody's God. Yeah. I'm glad he came into my life. I'm glad that he's seen fit to, to take me from White River, South Dakota, off of the Rosebud Reservation and take me down to Denver, Colorado. I thought I was doing my own thing, but God had a plan. Amen. God had a claim on my life. I didn't even know about it. And I'm glad that he, he did. Amen. Because when things got down there, let me tell you something. Just that one little moment, that one little little time that uh, when I heard about him, and it was, I tell you what, I'm glad he did. Amen. Because that was, that's what changed my life and here I am here I am he's given everybody an opportunity and I know that we you know people teach this in the world they teach this all over whatever country you're from whatever whatever ethnicity you are of they teach that there's a lot of gods out there there's a lot of beliefs out there. Well, you know, that's what man teaches. Yeah. That's their teaching. They'll teach you that uh, this is the way we believe. Yeah. Everybody has a belief. Everybody has a philosophy. Yeah. And But you know what? They're, they're, what they, the source of all those beliefs and the source of all those philosophies did not come from God. They came from man. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Amen. That's the reality of it all. That's the fact of it all. Amen. Man wanted to know God but 
they could not really, they didn't really know him. If you don't know God, you don't know what he looks like. Yeah. Amen. Right. But in their heart, they knew there was a God. And so they were trying to reach for that God, but in the process of reaching for that God, they, in their mind, they said, this must be what God is like. So as a result, this is, this is, that, this is what they did. They created a God. And, they, and to themselves, they said, wow, this must be God. And, and they began to worship the works of their hands. So in the world today, and I can remember giving the old uh, Search for Truth Bible study or Light for Living, and, and back then, and that was back maybe in the, in the 80s and 90s, they were saying, they were saying there's 1,400 known faiths in the world. Amen. And I guarantee you there's probably a lot more than that now. Yeah. Somebody wants to make up a faith. Yeah. 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 Amen. Huh? Yeah. Somebody wants to make up a God. You can do that. Yeah. A lot of people do that. They'll make up a God so they can feel good worshiping their God. Yeah. That's my God. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But I'm glad, I'm glad he had a claim on me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and the reason why he had a claim on me was this. And I never realized this. Did you realize this? He's the one that created all of us. Yes. Amen. He created all of us. Even though we're different colors and shapes and sizes, we all are. We all have the same appearance, the same similitude. Huh? Amen. Different features a little bit, maybe. Praise God. Different personalities, but you know what? We're, God created us. Man and woman created He them. That's what the Bible says. And so from that time on, here we are. So that's why God has a claim on us. Now sometimes when I preach and the word of God comes out, the Bible says in, in, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12, that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's what the Bible says. That's his word. And, and basically, if I just want to put that into where you can understand, the word of God is alive and active. It's alive and active. Amen. So in, in this place tonight, I want you to understand the word is alive and it's active. It's moving. It's moving in this place and, and uh, praise God. And a lot of times when, when you preach the word of God, what happens? Amen. It reaches deep down into our heart, into our being, and it begins to, amen, reveal things that we have hidden in our heart. There's some things right now that we have hidden, but guess what? The Word of God will reveal it. Yeah. It will shine into our hearts and it will reveal it and we'll see, we'll actually see, we'll understand what, you know, what, what condition we are really in. And, and, and praise God. And, and I know there's a, in the scripture, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there's a, there's a gift of the spirit that is called the word of knowledge. Yeah, right. The word of knowledge is when God gives that gift to a person, to, a, to a, a, a child of God. Guess what? That person, God will use that person to reveal certain things to you that only you and God know. Yeah, right. 
So as a result, as a result guess what? When that happens and, and they read your mail, amen, the response is, is like, wow. <laughs> Didn't know that that could happen. Amen. But let me tell you something. The reason why I say that, God knows your heart. He knows, you know, some of us might have influence with some of our family, some of our friends. We might have an influence upon them. They might, you know, somehow give us a little room and a little respect and give us the opportunity to, you know, whenever we need to, to relate to them and, and have a relationship and commune with them, people give us that, that respect and they say, hey, we have that connection. And, and it's because, well, they say, well, you know how to get to that person. You know what to say. You know how to talk to them. You know how to, you know, to, to reach out to them because you, you have that certain ability to do that. And, and amen. You know, sometimes that's good. But let me tell you something. Sometimes with our, with our, with our human nature, sometimes it's a hit and miss affair. Sometimes we might hit it right on the nail. And sometimes we may miss. But let me tell you something. There's somebody that won't. That's right. Amen. There is somebody that knows how to touch you. There's somebody that knows how to reach you. And that person can go deep down into your heart, into the intricate areas of your being, and reveal and, praise God, show you who you are. Really are. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's amazing, isn't it? Yes. Amen. That is amazing. Let me tell you something. Let me share something with you. Let me tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Some of you are not here by accident. You might have come just because you said, let's go to church tonight. But guess what? God. Amen. Arranged it that you can come. Amen. That somehow he can reach into your life. Sometimes, somehow you can feel him and you can be touched by How many of you were touched by God this evening? How many of you have felt the Holy Ghost? Praise God. You acknowledge his presence in this place. He's a real God. He's a living God. And he's the true God. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why it's important for us to understand that we do not take uh, our experience uh, that we are even having right now for yes. granted. Yes. You know why? Because God wants to do something yes. for you. Yes. Amen. That, that more than anybody who has ever helped you, he wants to go even further. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. I know he's able. I know he's able. I've seen it done countless times. I've seen his hand move. I've seen people touched by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? It's kind of a little bit uncomfortable sometimes, isn't it? But when you come face to face with God, 
you do feel a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> because of our unworthiness, because of our sin, makes us feel insignificant. Makes us feel like we're not worthy. And, and you know, that's the case because we, we're not. The Bible says all have sinned and come short, fallen short of the glory of God. Amen. So that's what sin does. That's the effect that sin has on our life. It makes us feel like, amen. You know, I, you know, I don't think I can, I, 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 I'm, I'm worthy. Let me tell you something. Every person sitting in this room, that's how we know how real sin is. And that's how we know how real God is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 I feel like there's, right now, there's that tugging going on. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't come to church to be entertained tonight. Hallelujah. We came so that God can touch our lives. Make a difference. <clears throat> make a difference in our lives. How many of you want God to make a difference in your life? I don't know about you, but when I was in that state that that walking and living in sin when I was in that that sinful state guess what I was sick and tired of being sick and tired yeah. hallelujah yeah. Yes. tired of the same old things over and over again yeah. tired of the same old despair and frustration and fear and Praise God and anger and all this. My, you know what? The, the thing about it is when we're in sin, our lives are cursed. That's right. Amen. And, and, but the devil won't let you experience, uh, amen, what it is to really know true joy and peace and love. Amen. So everything we do is, is basically it's, it's in that area where, you know, we feel, and we feel and we say, man, can I do better than this? Can I be happy? Yeah. Right. I think about when he delivered me from alcohol and drugs and the other sins that I that I lived in. Huh? Yeah. Tell you what, I'm still amazed. We talked about that scripture this morning. And just hold on now. We talked about that scripture this morning in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 12. Seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. Why is that? He's talking to God's people. He said, seek out your own salvation. Even, even after you're saved, you're to seek out your own salvation. It's not a one-time experience. You know why? Because you know what? We get back into that place where we start to ease back into that same old mode of thinking. Huh? Praise God. Not, not really reaching out to the Lord. I don't know about you, but I need to reach out to Him tonight. 
I don't want to be in that state anymore. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be without God. That's how much I need him. So I, I need to work out my salvation with fear and with trembling. None of us can handle the devil on our own. We need the power of Jesus Christ in our lives. It has to become a reality. Thank God for his victory. Thank God that we're more than conquerors. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you are excited about it? I would be excited about it. Amen. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm saved. My, my, my. My, my, my. Hallelujah. Because there's no, uh, no, nothing in this world, there's nothing, no experience in this world, nothing that can compare to salvation. Remember drinking, huh? popping those pills, smoking it, and even getting down and going like this. I remember that. Somebody says, Pastor, you used to do that? Yes, I did. Huh? I, I was just as lost as anybody else. Just as lost in my sin. Just as fed up. Let me tell you something. You never feel good when you're out That's there in the right. world. Be honest That's with yourself. Right. You never feel that good about yourself. That's right. huh? The only time you, 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 you're so called good is when you're out there and you're feeling, like, oh man, oh wow. But guess what? You always crash. That's right. I know that. I've been there before. I've been there before. I know what it's like, but there's nothing that can compare to the day he filled me with the Holy Ghost. Lifting me up out of that fiery Thank you, Has done that for me. Believe me, I've been there. I know what it's 
feather look and that long hair and start to grow that mustache and a little goatee. Amen. Start to dress like them and all act like them. Amen. You know what I'm talking about. Some of you have done that. Some of you are still doing that. I always remember I had my sister Charlene, my, my brother Chuck and I. Chuck used to have long hair. Hard to believe when you look at brother Chuck now. <laughs> Chuck used to have long hair. He used to go way down past his, you know, right here, off of his shoulders. We used to, we used to tease him and say, man, you look like a big chick. <laughs> and we would just laugh about it. But there you were, guess what? We wanted to get that feathered look. We wanted to get that look. So we had my, our sister. She said, I, I can do that for you. Guess what? She gave us that nice feathered look. We could come out. And you know what? Here's what we would do. We thought we were it. We thought we were cool. We wanted to be with the crowd. Are you listening to me? That's what we wanted to be. Praise God. But amen. Guess what happened? One day the Lord came into my life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. It was a supernatural experience. I never felt anything like it before in my life. It was better than the drugs I used to take. After I was filled with the Holy Ghost, God began to work in me. Yeah. I began uh, to change. Yes. And I was feeling, you know, I felt clean. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I felt forgiven. Yeah. I felt loved. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I felt accepted. So here was the Holy Ghost leading me on. And I thought to myself, I didn't feel right. Didn't feel, what, what is it? Then I thought to myself, you know what? I need to change. Amen. Now he changed the inside of me. He changed my heart. He changed my spirit. He changed my mind. But guess what? Usually it's the flesh that is the last thing that converts. That's right. Woo! Woo! I'm, t I'm, I'm preaching truth tonight. Yeah. I'm preaching truth tonight. I'm tired of people slamming holiness. That's right. Because when they slam holiness, they're slamming him. Guess what? I choose to live like this. I choose to talk like this. I choose to dress like this. You know what? It's the right thing. has convicted my heart that I want to look like a godly man. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 
because that's what God made me a man and he made some of you women so he will convict you to look like a woman and to look like a man and not look like all the freaks that are out there in the world amen they call us freaks limitation they need to look in the mirror Because that's what needs to happen. Yes. Come on. Conversion. Yes. Conversion. That's the power of God. Yes. Being conformed yes. to the image of his son. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Here's the thing. Uh, you want to take some advice? Well, it's kind of quiet. Amen. Yeah. 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 Not my advice. Right. Amen. Yeah. If some of you want to be controversial tonight, right? Yeah. Exactly. You want to question God's word? Yes. Come on. Gee. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. If you just allow the Holy Ghost to yes. work in your life, yes, that's right. If you just, I, I'm telling you something, I know this. Thank you, Jesus. If you allow the Holy Ghost to work in your life, you're going to find out He's going to conform you to His image. Amen. Yes. Amen. That image of godliness. Yes. You're going to be a godly man. You're going to be a godly woman. Yes. You're going to be a godly boy. You're going to be a godly girl. Yes. You're even going to be a godly baby. Yes. That's how real it is. Somebody says, Oh, God is not real. My, my, my. You got all night? Longest message I preached, and I never timed myself, but it was in Canada, but the Holy Ghost was moving. We got done, and somebody says, Brother Hill, did you know you preached for about three hours and 20 minutes? I said, no, I wasn't paying attention to time. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost was moving. We were looking at time. We were rejoicing in the experience we were having. got worried there. <laughs> why, why am I saying what I'm saying this evening? It's because God is doing a great work. Yes, thank you, God is doing a great work. Yes. You cannot deny it. Right. Things are taking place. Yes. Amen. The, the supernatural. And you can deny it as, as much as you want. But let me tell you something. This church is, 
is moving. Yes. Yes. And it's moving because the Spirit of God is moving. Yes. Yes. Amen. And, and, and as I said uh, a few days ago, we, we better get used to, amen, walking in and seeing the supernatural. Yes. We better get used to the witness of the Holy Ghost. We better get used to, amen, divine, amen, the divine impartation of God's grace. We better get used to that because that's what we're supposed to be all about. just going to be a, a nominal church. Right. He said it was going to be an extraordinary church. Yeah. He said it was going to be a church that was going to have power yeah. in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark my words. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mark my words. Yes. Because that's the direction God has taken us right now. Yes. Praise yes. God. I don't want to try to make sense of it. I just want to be a part of it. Hallelujah. So, so that's the area. Let me tell you something. I know, I know some of you are kind of, uh, uh, what's, what's the word I could use to describe what is happening right now? Amen. But some of you are dragging your feet. Praise God. Some of you are holding on a little bit. Some of you are being a little reserved. You're afraid to, to step out and let God move in your life. Let me tell you something. He wants to change your life for the better. those messages huh? it's all he wants to talk about I just I just feel like I, I just want to be sermonized tonight right now I want I want him to tickle my ears praise God are you listening to me amen but let me tell you something God doesn't want your ears tickled he doesn't want you just experiencing that that feel-good feeling he wants you to go deeper than that he wants you to go further than that he wants your experience the day of his ordination got up and ministered his first message and it was it, it wasn't an easy time let me tell you something it wasn't easy for this young preacher because he prayed and he prayed and he prayed and even though he prayed long and hard guess what he didn't receive anything from the Lord And as he got closer to the time when 
the pulpit was going to be turned over to him. He was in his mind trying to figure out, what am I going to do? I haven't heard from God. And there he was. And when they called upon him, he stepped up to that pulpit. In his mind, he said, all I'm going to do is I'm going to share my testimony. I'm going to share how God brought me out of sin. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And as he opened up his Bible, lo and behold, the scripture opened up to a certain passage in the New Testament. And there right before him, there were some words that were illuminated. And he read it. And when he read it, he made connection with the word of God. And all of a sudden, the anointing came upon him. And he preached. He preached. He didn't have notes. And the Bible says, if any man minister, let him minister according to the ability that God gives him. If any man speaks, let him speak as of the oracle of God. What that means, at that present time, the present word that God gives him, he's supposed to preach. And so that's what that young minister did. He preached. The anointing came upon him. Guess what happened? Miracles, signs, and wonders. And this is a scripture that I 
I'm going to give you. Second yes. Timothy chapter one. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In verse number six, he said, "Wherefore I put thee in remembrance." I put thee in remembrance. Some of us need to go back there in our minds right now. Some of us have walked away from that place. We can only go back to our memory and and think about the way it used to feel. Hmm? Boy, it felt good, didn't it? We can say that. There was no experience like that. That has been so rewarding, Amen. so refreshing, and so deep. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because that's the way the Lord moves. He goes deep into the deepest recesses in our hearts. Yes. He knows what we're all about. Yeah. Huh? Amen. He knows what you're all about. He knows what your hang-up is. Right. He knows what your weakness is. Are you listening to me? He knows everything about you. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your fears. Hallelujah. But again, I'm glad you did what you did Friday night. I heard about that. Let me tell you something, young people. You can't play with God. And you children, I mean, you parents, you need to be enforcing the ways of God to your children. Let me speak the word of the Lord to you. This is the word of the Lord. If you remove all the obstacles that are before your children, if you separate them from the things of the world, you're going to see a move of his spirit. You're going to see a change in your children. And you're going to see a change in your home. Thus saith the Lord. There's a price we have to pay. Huh? James said, draw nigh unto God. Draw nigh unto him. Take the first step. Draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you. But when you draw nigh unto him, guess what? Leave all those things behind you. Huh? Don't go back to where he brought you from. Are you listening to me? Don't even look back. Don't even entertain the thought. Are you listening to me? Just focus your attention on him. Some of you young children are being tormented. And the only reason why you're being tormented is that you're entertaining those spiritual influences. Huh? 
You can't pray in the Holy Ghost and go back to the same old That's junk right. on your That's iPads right. huh, and phones and think you're going to be okay. There's going to be a spiritual conflict. That's right. That's why the Lord allows them to experience those things. Some of you, amen, a spirit of fear is trying to intimidate you and cause you not, amen, to pray in the Holy Ghost. That's right. So he says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, that thou stir up the gift of God. Nothing like stirring up the Holy Ghost in us. There's been too much. Amen. Of other concoctions. Amen. In our amen vessels. Are you listening to me? Too much sin. Too much world. Are you listening to me? That has been moving around. That has moved. It's about time we stir up the Holy Ghost in us. not going to have that mindset of if or maybe or could have or would have huh? or I don't know or I'm afraid huh? you won't have that mindset you won't be taking those little little bitty steps huh? I've, I've seen uh, people when they go after something they don't take little bitty steps when they really start, but some guess what yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. they stretch their legs they have good stride yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hallelujah. that's the way it has to be that's the way that we have to seek him amen hey my shallow my Jesus Hallelujah. So if we stir up that Holy Ghost in us, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to be afraid of the devil anymore. You're not going to be afraid of living for God anymore. Are you listening to me? You're not going to be, amen. You're not going to be ashamed of righteousness or truth or holiness. gift of God that is within you. Stir it up. Tell you what makes a difference. You get down and you pray in the Holy Ghost. Sure makes a difference. You may have kneeled down and you may have had uh, a defeated attitude, but once the Holy Ghost gets moving, Amen. you'll stand up. You won't have that defeated attitude anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? You won't be afraid. Praise God. You won't be that way anymore. Because you've stirred that gift up. You know what? Uh, I, I love my coffee in the morning. Canadians spoiled me, and I used to drink black coffee 
I never used to drink coffee until I moved to Denver, Colorado. I met uh, Brother Joseph Mondragon, and man, he induced me to coffee, and ever since then, I've been hooked. <laughs> so I used, and, and they would, his dad would go to Mexico and bring back some good Mexican coffee, man. Love that coffee, good flavor. And when I went to Canada, when we made our first trip up to Canada, somebody asked me, uh, Brother Marshall, you want a cup of coffee? I said, yes, I do. They didn't ask me how I wanted it. They said, you want a cup of coffee? I said, yes, I do. Yeah. Guess what? When it came to me, it had sugar and cream in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to offend anybody, so I drank it. <laughs> Guess what? After I drank it, I went, Wow. So ever since then, I've been drinking sugar and cream in my coffee. But guess what? If I want to get the thing mixed together really good, you know what? You're going to laugh at me. Because I'll, I'll stand there and I'll put my sugar in there. And, and I use raw sugar. And I, I put my sugar in there. I put my cream in there. But you know what I do? I make sure I stir it good. So many turns this way and I'll stop. Yeah, I'll go so many turns back up. Huh? I want it to be stirred up really good. I can look at it and it has to be the right color. Right. If it's not the right color, guess what? I'll either put some more cream in there or maybe add a little coffee. I gotta have it just the right yeah. color. That's what some of us need to do with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. We need to stir it up in us. We need to take time to stir up the Holy Ghost in us. Are you listening to me? So that we can get the right color. Are you listening to me? This is the living stone. Apostolic church. We have to live up to our name. We can't be anything less. Amen. Because this is the way the Lord wants it for you and I. So that's why we have to stir up that gift that's within us. Are you listening to me? So that we can all be mixed together. in your life. He said, stir up the gift of God which is in thee. Stir it up. It's one of the, the, not one, the greatest things. Great salvation. As with the writer in Hebrews, Chapter 2 said, this great salvation. Amen. Huh? Amen. 
How can we neglect this great salvation? How can we neglect it? Hallelujah. Oh, my Isha, my Jesus. Hallelujah. You think about that. That's, that's what he wants us to do. Amen. And amen. I believe that when we do, when we actually allow the Holy Ghost to have liberty in our lives, man, I tell you what, things are going to be turned loose. Are you listening to me? Amen. Things are going to happen. Amen. We think it's crazy now. Just wait till, amen, it really begins to move. Yes. God will blow your mind. Amen. All because you've stirred up the Holy Ghost in you. Amen. And you think about it. He says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's right. That's so when it happens, we won't have that spirit of fear. He's not giving us the spirit of fear. When you stir up the Holy Ghost in you, you won't have fear. He said, but of love and of a sound mind. Preached out of a well. What time is it? Oh, I still got time. Amen. Amen. Yes. It's not midnight yet. Hallelujah. We could ever comprehend. We talked about that this morning. Woo! I get excited when. Amen. Hallelujah. But we talked about that this morning. We mentioned it in Bible study. That Paul, when he said that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith. I'm, I'm reading out of Ephesians 3, verse number 17. That Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith. That ye being rooted and grounded in love. When you're rooted and grounded in love. You may be able to comprehend. With all saints, what is the depth, or what is the breadth, and the length, and the depth, and the height? Now, he's probably spoken several things there that somebody's probably going, man, what's all that? Well, I tell you what, the only way you can find out it's getting the Holy Ghost. So he says, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with the fullness of God. Let me tell you something. You know how you can attain that knowledge? It's through his love. Amen. Because his love, his love, because he loves you, you know what he's going to do? He's going to pass his knowledge to you. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Amen. Thank you. Stephanie? Where's Stephanie at? Stephanie. Stephanie. The Lord is going to blow your mother's mind. Amen. 
I don't know what happened to you and her. I don't know what God knows. But that apprehensiveness she had towards you, God is going to show her what you have is real. That is going to be a light that's going to go into your family. Because of your conversion. God is moving. God is moving. So he says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly. To do exceeding abundantly. Now why would the Holy Ghost pen those words? If this was an nominal experience, that wouldn't be written in that kind of language. But why? Because we serve a supernatural God. Now unto him who is able, who's him? God, Jesus. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Can you imagine? We may have an idea of what we want God to do for us, but guess what? He's going to go beyond that. part of it. He says, according according huh, to the power that worketh what? That worketh in us. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. Jesus. Now we all say that I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I can't do that. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's that's a fact. You can't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But let me tell you something. You're not alone. You you've got some assistance. You have some help. We may not be able to do that, but guess what? The Holy Ghost in us. You know what? I love this. I love this. Look at the Apostle Paul says in uh, Philippians chapter 4. In, in, in verse number 11, he says this. Now that I speak, not that I speak in respect to want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. If you've studied everything about the Apostle Paul, he, has, he was in a lot of different uh, predicaments. Faced a lot of different things. I mean, you can read it in the book of Corinthians. Stoning. Huh? He was stoned. He was. He, he suffered stripes. He was shipwrecked. Huh? Amen. He was cast into a prison. Huh? All those things. So he knew what it was like. Every experience. But guess what? He understood. 
He understood. He said, I, not that I speak in respect of, of want, for I've learned in whatsoever state I am, there would to be content. Why? What makes a difference for, for him to be content? The Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. The power of God in his life. So he makes that statement. Then he says, I know both how to be abased. I know how to be humbled. Huh? And I know how to abound. I know how to just get up there. Everywhere in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. So we're, we're in, in, in all kinds of different situations. All kinds of predicaments. All kinds of troubles. All kinds of, of problems. Trials. Temptation. You name it. We'll go through it. That doesn't mean. Every time I'm going through something, all of a sudden this little malady always comes in my head, and, and, and it's the Holy Ghost. Whistle. He said, Me free. He said, he broke the bonds huh? of prison for me. I'm going by my Jesus to see. Amen. Glory to God. He set me free. Every time I feel like the devil's trying to close in, says, I have an unspoken request, by the way. I've been praying about it for a while now. And it was like the devil says, oh, yeah. They're not something I want just to have them. I believe these, what I'm praying for is something that I need. Amen. That would be, uh, how could I say, it could be used for the glory of God. Amen. So I just, and it was like, you know, I, I, I was thinking about it. And, and I don't want to, I don't want to uh, divulge too much information to you because this is an unspoken request and, and, and I was driving by one of the items and it was like the devil said yep you're not you're not gonna get it all of a sudden the voice says who says <laughs> amen. 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 That's right. amen hallelujah hallelujah I love it when he, when he uh, double whammies the devil. Yeah. Hallelujah. Huh? I know, I know the devil's trying to keep some of you at bay. Yeah. Keeping you back. But let me tell you something. Hold on to God. Yeah. Hold on to God because God's going to bring you through. And see, that's what, that's what Paul was saying. He said, I've, I've learned how to be humbled. I've learned how to stand up. I've learned how to, be, to abound. He said, I've learned how to be hungry. I've learned how to be full. I've learned how to suffer need. I've been there. But one thing I know, look what he says. One thing I know, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Amen. Yes.
bless her mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for what you're doing in our midst. Oh, Yahweh, Jesus, we praise you. Lord, you know every heart in this place. You know every heart. God, you know all our needs. You know what we're facing right now. But God, I know you're able. You're able, Lord, to save to the uttermost. I pray, God, for your salvation. I pray for your deliverance. I pray, God, for your healing. God, that miracles will be done. In the name of your holy child, Jesus. Oyasama, Adonai, Oyasama, Jesus, Jesus, Oyanda, God help us to stir up that gift right now. God help us to stir up our faith. Jesus. Lift your people up, Lord, in this place. Lift them up, O God. Jesus of Hallelujah. Let the light drive back to darkness. Let the light drive back to darkness. Let that light shine, O God. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, God.
Holy Ghost tugging on your heart right now. God right now,
everybody to uh, help us pray uh, we've been discussing it uh, brother Robert was uh, brother Robert Longshore was talking uh, was hoping to get uh, brother Daniel Cox up here uh, to try to get our, our bus back there going but um, so I explained everything to him that needed to be done to it, and uh, he said, well, there could be a possibility because he works on vehicles like that. But I think uh, we probably could salvage it, uh, but, um, but it'd probably be, it would probably run us quite a bit of money to do this work on it. Uh, so we're praying about maybe just go, just to go ahead and sell it go ahead and sell it and maybe use the, the money to try to get us a van, a 15 passenger van. So that's how we, that's what, what we were talking about. Uh, uh, so help us pray about it. If it's the Lord's will, we can get it done. Uh, not unless we can come up with a few thousand dollars <laughs> to get the work done. It's a, it's a MT vehicle, motor, motor transit vehicle. And once we get it going, uh, 
before we get it going, uh, it'll have to go into inspection. And I know it's not going to pass inspection. So much work that needs to be done on it. So um, that's the reason why. But if we did, this, I'm, not, I'm not saying we can't. If we did secure enough funds to get it repaired, then it probably would pass inspection. Uh, but the only thing about those kind of vehicles is they inspect them at least minimum one, once a year, sometimes twice a year, to make sure uh, their uh, suspension and everything is okay. You know, because they're public or motor transit vehicles. So, so that's something I've been praying about, and I think we, you know, if anything, we could probably uh, get as much as we can out of it and then turn around and buy us a van, because we do need something. So pray about that. Help me pray about it. Uh, not unless Brother Daniel Cox shows up. <laughs> uh, amen. But uh, I want to thank everybody for coming tonight, man. The presence of the Lord here is awesome. Amen. Appreciate the Lord's goodness to us. And uh, continue to pray. Uh, continue to pray for the work here in White River. There's so many things uh, that need to be done. Seeing the move of God and everything. So uh, pray. Usual week, prayer, Bible study, um, youth group. So this coming Saturday, we will be going out to White River. We rescheduled the services. We set it back a week. So we'll be out there Saturday, same time, 1, one o'clock. So pray for that service out there. So thank you very much. God bless you. Greet one another. Lord, this is Jesus.